Yeah, that's actually... Um, I didn't expect you to say that. Um, what, what do you think is, like, your definition of happiness? Eduardo's had a couple drinks. So just <laughs> give, him, give him a minute. Give him a minute. All right, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the All Feelings, No Facts podcast, where every week we do our best not to get canceled. We also talk about relationships, navigating the dating scene, self-development, and social issues in 2022. And I'm talking the controversial stuff. My name is Rashawn. I'm the star of the show. I got my co-host, Davis. And today we got uh, our guest, Eduardo, in the building. Um, Yo, so Eduardo actually used to dance at our dance studio and uh, now he he moved on, and so you know you know a lot of people are pissed about that, right? <laughs> just like a typical dancer, just jumping from place to place, <laughs> starting up hot. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. So explain what what why you moved, like what's going on there. There seems to be like a lot of politics when people do stuff like that. So for me, uh, for social circle, which includes you guys, uh, but with respect to dancing, I felt kind of. I was lacking something. I realized that I was lacking something. I saw other dancers around the area, and uh, I think I needed a fresh perspective on dancing. All right, so then you were like, all right, I gotta dip this place and <laughs> just go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's actually our our studio is pretty lit right yeah, now. Yeah, we're having a good time. It's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting lit. So shout out to our teachers. Um, yeah, yes, I agree. To, they are excellent. But yeah. uh, before before we go on to the to the real questions, just uh, Eduardo, just you can just give us a little background about yourself. You know what you do, uh, what your rappers out here in the streets. You know how, where you came from. <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. You know. What do you mean? Where do I start? Uh, I'm a DFW native. You know, born and raised in the area. Um, never really left Texas. I've bounced around, but I've never really left Texas. So this is kind of. Uh, I don't want to say all I know, but <laughs> this is home to me. What else do you want to know? Uh, what I mean, other other than like I'm from why, here, I dance. What yeah, do you... <laughs> yeah, why, did you, why did you actually get into the dancing? So I have um, about I don't even know actually. <laughs> so I, he knows. Know. He knows. He just <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. So actually, uh, back in undergrad. I took a social dance class. Um, I was, you know, I heard a lot of good things about it. People loved it, and I wanted to check it out for myself. Uh, and sure enough, I had a great time. Unfortunately, I couldn't keep up with the classes. I actually never even went out to the socials that they had out there because I, I couldn't keep up with, uh, I, I probably just mismanaged my time, but I didn't have time to go out because uh, of uh, schoolwork. And the following semesters, I just had class conflicts, and I just couldn't get it to work. And then when I graduated, I moved uh, to, out to the middle of nowhere uh, for my first job for a couple years. And then uh, two years ago, I finally moved back to the DFW area, and uh, uh, then COVID hit. <laughs> so I still couldn't do that. COVID, so it, it, COVID just, is over. We it, beat it. We finally beat it. We won. We won. <laughs> So long story short, I took a class in undergrad and I really liked it a lot, but I it basically did, you know, couldn't do it until now. So, and uh, I've always had a affinity for music. I have a musical background. I, you know, I was in the band and did choir and all that stuff. So I was a little musical nerd. 
Okay, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm about to I'm just about to go straight into question sure, one. Sure, yeah. Okay, we're about to hit, go deep. Hit me. This uh, uh, drink that this manly drink that <laughs> Davis made. <laughs> um so you know, me and Davis actually talk about this a lot, um, because we've been in all sorts of different relationships and we're always wondering, you know, what's the best way to like present myself as a man to a woman to to build the relationship to be like something that has like a very strong foundation. And something that me and Davis always talk about is like, how much should a man express his feelings to a woman? Cause it seems like, um, it may not always be optimal to do that. What do you think? Ooh, uh, I definitely think you should express what you're feeling. I guess that, that kind of goes more into communication, but, yeah. uh, I guess, uh, to reframe it, I think just having emotional intelligence is a good, uh, it's just a good thing to have whenever, if you're trying to build a relationship with a woman because you can comprehend and empathize with her or with them, depending on who, what your preferences are. So like, um, have you ever, have you, have you ever heard like, uh, some guys talking about maybe they did express their feelings and the woman was just not receptive to that. And then that's why there's like kind of this narrative that you shouldn't fully express yourself. Cause yeah, what you're saying about emotional intelligence is like, we want to be aware of like what the woman is going through and be, um, have some compassion going in that direction. But I feel like as a man, um, if you got some shit going on, it's like you better handle that yourself because maybe maybe your yeah. partner won't actually be equipped to handle that, and she might be even be a little bit fearful that um, you might your core is kind of breaking a little bit, and she needs you to be there as the foundation. Sounds like you might need a different partner if that's the case. Uh, it could it could be uh, we're could like be. yeah, but we you know we we're asking this question because we've seen it. Um, We've seen it in several situations where guys who are just too expressive with their emotions, um, whether they like a girl in the initial stages or they're in the middle of a relationship and they're just a whiny ass bitch during the whole time. I meant like the guy or the girl, not no, the guy, the guy, the guy being like just being okay. Now, who are you talking wimp. about? Say with the chest, but guys who are just more you know expressive about what they feel, or, you know, they just see a girl and they're like, Oh, I really like you. and I want to be with you, you know. It just almost seems burdensome to a girl when you almost flood her with a lot of your emotional energy. And in almost all my successful relationships, I've always maintained uh, a distance in flooding a girl with all with all my emotions. Where you know, you, you know, you you filter yourself. You you kind of stay stoic and you keep your frame as a guy. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. you. You, as a guy, have... You kind of got a reputation for this, my guy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, I see this you know, podcast we just, we just wanted to know... <laughs> we just wanted to know, you know, uh, how how do you do it, you know? 
You know, what's your what's your style in relationships? What was my reputation? The emotional part of the stoicness? The the stoicness. The stoicness oh, okay, part. okay. I was about to say, uh, yeah. excuse me. What do I do? <laughs> the stoicness part. So, you know, how how do you deal with your relationships day to day, you know? Or when you you find a girl high, you know, you dance a couple of times on the dance floor, you know. A little Romeo Santos here and there, you know, you kind of thought, you know, how do you, exactly. how, how do you, you know, navigate to, to your relationships? What's your, what's your style like, you know? My style, uh, let's see, well, I don't have a lot of statistical data <laughs> in my history. I could think of like two and a half relationships, but uh, I guess whenever um, I'm interested in like a girl, I... I always go for the friendly approach first. I'm definitely outing myself. I'm giving my playbook here. I don't know. It's hard, you know. <laughs> Where the reason we have this podcast is we want to put some guys on game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. 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 This goes out to all the <laughs> all the homies listening out, <laughs> listening out there. Uh, I no, I definitely go for the more like a, a friendlier approach, kind of, because, yeah, and I saw this on the internet one time that all relationships relationships. Uh, start uh, in a platonic way um, and you build on top of that so my approach is to be friends with the person get to know them from that front before continuing maybe like maybe uh, asking him on a date or something Go- going from there essentially I think I think that's also very for all the incels listening or dudes who are trying to get laid but they can't get laid I, Eduardo actually said something really smart because a lot of guys still think that, oh, if you're nice to her, if you're being her friend, then that means you're in the friend zone. But actually, like, that's a great place to be if you want to kind of start somewhere and then go forward from there. Um, I think, but I think the word friend zone means like something way worse for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't mean you're friends, actually. It means like you're less than a human being. <laughs> uh, um, let me let me ask you a question then. Um, in in your in your two two and a half girlfriends that you had, I guess, <laughs> or statistical data that you had, um, how successful has this method been? With with or with crushes that you've had or whoever you've been interested in, how successful has been has the you know let's just be friends, let's just be chill, let's hang out, or do you know did you have that feeling in the back of your head that yo this girl is also kind of into me, but I'm just kind of taking things slow and slowing down the pace of this relationship. Um. Uh, so, <laughs> I've always been kind of the more cautious type. Uh, probably some sort of mild fear of rejection. <laughs> So whenever I would, uh, if there's someone that interests me, I, I, I rarely made, I guess, the first move to the next step. So that's, I guess that's why I inherently, I guess I just developed this, uh, this friendly approach to somebody and I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it's, it's, I've always, I've always been cautious, and in the in the past, like, it, it's worked well for the most part. Um, uh, of course, I've, I've, you know, I've also been burned whenever in the past, but that's all of us. So, so this, so this goes back to our, you know, expressing your feelings as a guy uh, thing, where you are almost very stoic. You don't really express, you know this burning desire to have sex with this girl that you really want but you just keep it in you and you slow things down and you don't overload her with emotions and 
and you just let her come to you is that what what you're telling us you know more more or less you just let them come that's how that's how much game eduardo guy he just he just sits back he does nothing and he just lets them come to him you know uh it's more or less uh my i guess I don't know, strategy i guess that's kind of more and more my approach that i just kind of hope you know hope for the best if 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 they like what they see what they hear what they feel um and if i am you know uh reciprocate those that you know feeling then it'll work out uh, uh that goes back to me i guess me being afraid to you know make the jump of like yeah. you know so yeah. yeah i think that um I think it honestly, it doesn't really matter your approach. It just depends who you are as a person, right? So like I, I've seen guys who are like super aggressive. They're going in for the kill in the first... Uh, Davis is pointing at himself. Right <laughs> <laughs> and we just made a pouncing like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like King of the Jungle. I'm sure, bro. I have no fear. I'll just go. Yeah, yeah. And, and personally, I'm, I'm more like Eduardo style where just like, I know if I lay in the cut long enough and if she likes me, like it, it'll happen. It doesn't, you don't really have to do too much. Um, I, I do try to put myself out there a little bit though. And just, you know, if they like me, cool. If they reject me, like, cause I feel like you also have to, at some point you have to get rejected a bunch of times to grow spiritually. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think finding a balance of like, I, I mean, I, I know I'm saying like, I like to be friends and, um, you know, go slow or whatever. But here's the thing. Like, I remember one time when I was 26 in the grocery store and this girl just gave me like a really big smile. And so I was like, yo, if I don't talk to her, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't do something, yeah, then I'm just like, okay, well, then I'm missing an opportunity. So there, it, there is this thing of like, you know, if you can visibly see like a, a choosing signal, um, then yo, just try, sure. try something, bro. <laughs> I, and the thing is, you, you know, you you've got nothing to lose. Yeah, like, you know, uh, as Michael Jordan say, you 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 miss every shot you don't take. You know, so just take the shot. You know. You're gonna try shit in this in this life, and you're gonna fail at a lot of things. Um, so if you take a little bit of that approach, don't be completely paralyzed with fear, because maybe some guys are just like scared to death, and they have lined up 20 different female friends that they're interested in that they've been friends with for 10 years, and they don't want to try with any of them. So you know, just just try. You know, the worst they could say is no, and you you guys can still be friends. You guys can still be cool. You know. But, you know, Rashawn. Um, all right. I think we pretty much covered that um, question or topic. So I said, did this turn into advice for me? Or what, what's going on? <laughs> no, bro. It's, it's, it's advice. Love, love your approach, Eduardo, but, but yeah. this is what you should be doing. <laughs> no, no. It's for whoever is, whoever is listening. Shit, sometimes it's advice for me. Yeah, you know. I'm giving myself advice sometimes. So it seems like. <laughs> Anyways. Um, hey, Eduardo, have you heard of this thing called the patriarchy? Have you heard of that word before? <laughs> Uh, what, what Why did you? You don't, you don't have to laugh if I say patriarchy. By the way. Yeah, what's that funny? Uh, All of us, everyone in the room just became uncomfortable. Yeah, I've heard of the word. What about it? Um, can you can you define it? Because like honestly, I'll be real. I still don't really know what a patriarchy. I mean, I've heard about it in like 
you know, you take a class in public school and they explain like government and stuff like that. And patriarchy is like one of them, but now it's being used in modern society. Like that's like what's actually happening. And I don't, I'm not really like tuned in well enough to know what people are talking about, but Wario, you know what? Like apparently there's like a patriarchy in America or something and it's a bad thing. Do you know anything about that? Is this like a 2012 situation or what? It's more okay. No, serious no, answer. No. I don't know. Okay, serious answer. I don't know the. I don't have a solid definition. I have a general idea of what it is, but I, oh. I, I can't like find words to it. Well, I think what uh, when a lot of women are using that term, they're referring to the fact that the reason that why why they are oppressed in this country is because of the patriarchy. Does that is what they're saying? Does that resonate with what you think? Do you think there is a patriarchy that is oppressing women? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, because like I remember Davis, weren't you telling me like everyone you work for in a higher position yeah. is a woman? So right? um, I, I we just we're just trying to get a better perspective on this because yeah, we're not trying to get <laughs> we're trying to get a better perspective on this because. Um, I hear it a lot in STEM majors um, or in business-oriented majors where, um, you know, it's a society dominated. It's These are spaces dominated by men, and there is almost a, a, a barrier uh, for women to enter this field. Uh, but when I look at, you know, my undergraduate degree or my graduate degree, um, or my job right now, where, you know, 60% of everyone above me is of the female gender. Or, you know, in my STEM major, you know, we had plenty of girls and, you know, no one, no one prevented them from doing anything. You know, they got jobs f way faster than we got jobs. We stayed unemployed for a long time. <laughs> um, and so we, we were just trying to grasp and understand really what the... What the gripe was here, and you know, get a, a, another person's, another guy's perspective on, you know, what what you're saying, and and do you think there's credence to it, and uh, you know, that type of thing. I, I guess if the oppression persists, which I mean, I'll probably get a lot of angry reactions. <laughs> so that statement alone. Don't worry, we'll, 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 we'll edit it out. We'll edit out anything <laughs> no, you don't want to say. Shed light on my ignorance of the situation because I, I mean, I, I guess, I've been oblivious to it. I mean, I've, then you know, in my undergrad STEM major, there was you know a lot of women there, and uh, my previous manager before managers got shuffled around, you know, she, she was a woman, loved working for her. If anything, I prefer uh, like women managers. It's it's great. Uh, don't know why, but i i i don't know I, I i really don't have a solid answer for this and i it's uh, i haven't really uh gone down this rabbit hole in my personal life honestly i don't think many men have really thought about it it's it's all women like, talking about this yeah, this freaking patriarchy yeah i'm not trying mean, i'm not trying to get on the internet and talk down on women or anything like that like i'm all for equality and everyone getting their fair share um but yeah, like what Davis was saying, like even when I was in the corporate world, all my everyone I reported to was a woman. The president of the company was a woman. So 
I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough. There, we're we're literally three guys in a room. There's no <laughs> there's no girl <laughs> here to <laughs> yeah, to put us in place. I don't think we're necessarily experts on this. Subject. But I, I think we did bring we did bring up good points where it's like, yo, dude, even if you're a woman, you still can make it in this world. And I don't really believe that anything can stop you. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm and also, you know, just for perspective, uh, it's a black African dude in here, a Mexican dude, and an Indian dude <laughs> talking about this. And everyone is doing pretty well. Thoroughly qualified. And we have, yeah, we have we have all the reasons to complain. <laughs> about <laughs> we have all the reasons to complain about you know being suppressed or i mean we had trump for four years talking shit about mexicans so <laughs> you know I, I and i'm pretty sure eduardo was doing just fine and you know i don't think he used i uh, let me ask a question have you ever used your race as an excuse not to pursue something or has that ever even been pictured in your head? Because like to my advantage, or wait, wait, wait. your advantage, do, or do you think when you have applied for jobs before, your race or your background has has been a disadvantage for you? Uh, that's a good question. If it was, I mean, I might have been oblivious to it because you know my my early twenties, I was you know even less aware than I am now. <laughs> uh, I, I let me see. I don't think really hard because I mean. I can't think of anything, honestly. Uh, I definitely try to throw in, use it to my advantage. <laughs> you know, it's definitely on my resume. Like, hey, I can, I can, I can speak Spanish, guys. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I can, <laughs> I can appeal to a larger audience. Yeah. Uh, but as far as far as it being my disadvantage, uh, I, th I think everywhere that I've explored, for the most part, ha it hasn't affected me. And honestly, that's a real blessing to hear. I love I love hearing success stories like that. No, it also could be just just my upbringing. I mean, I got I got um I got thrown into this you know American school system, and I just I guess I just acclimated, and uh, I don't have an accent, so maybe that kind of changes people's perceptions of me. And I have fairly light skin. It's like people people are surprised whenever they hear me speak Spanish for the first time, uh, which is I mean it's you know it's not all that great, but I mean whenever they hear it, they're like, oh wow, what the hell? Like I thought you were white. Like, nah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, they think the same with me, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Davis was white when I first met him. So we're about to move on to the next topic. But, uh, Eduardo, how old are you right now? I am 27 years old. All right. is 27 years old. Um, so what is your purpose in life? My purpose in life? Um, it could just be something that, like, is your very... Um, What's that word like laser focused on where you wake up every day and it's kind of a reminder of like, this is what I'm shooting for, for the next days, weeks or months or whatever. Like, what is your current purpose in life? My current purpose in life is to enjoy it as much as I can, learn, learn how the world works uh, as much as I can um, and not, what's the word? I think of the word um, basically uh, enjoy my human experience before I die yeah that's actually um, I didn't expect you to say that um, what, what do you think is like your definition of happiness 
Eduardo's had a couple drinks. So just <laughs> give, him, give him a minute. Give him a minute. I don't. I don't I, know. Are your and is your purpose right now aligned with what makes you happy? What makes me happy? What makes me happy? That's a. It's such a broad. You know that 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 term has a lot of meaning. Um, I mean, like obviously you you don't want to kill yourself, right? No, absolutely not. So. That means that your life is probably filled up with these, I mean, these things that you've chosen for yourself to, so, so that when you wake up, you have something to look forward to, right? Yes. So like, what are these things that you do look forward to? Dancing is one of them. I don't know why. <laughs> he didn't say, it. he's just smiling at me right now. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, it's so bad because I'm oh, okay. Yes, uh, I because I just I just don't want to say that I I'm just in it to have a good time. But I guess life is about finding those small pleasures, and for me, that's right now is you know dance classes in the evenings, the podcasts in the evenings with you guys, <laughs> I, I, and that could be like that could be right. You know, so you're in in a different stage of your life right now where probably that's a priority you know and Roshan is probably in a different stage of his life right now uh, so let me ask you a question Roshan you know what's your purpose right now in life and what's making you happy oh, no reverse card <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think my purpose in life right now is just to um, is to have emotional stability because I think that's one thing that I've I've always not been so much in touch with or even trying to accomplish. I've always lived in like a kind of like a chaotic type of thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with living in that kind of environment, but it's also learning how to um, be like flexible in that type of environment where you're not casting any kind of judgment or putting any negative label on it. And I do find that, um, Hold on, I, dude. I don't know. Why did, did I forget the? What was the question? <laughs> I told you all these drinks are strong. <laughs> but uh, you know, what's your purpose in life right now? And is your purpose aligned with your happiness? Right now? I can. This is easy, bro. I don't know why. I, now I understand the question. Um, I think honestly, my purpose in life is always is is just inner peace. Because that's the one thing that I um, am really good at not achieving. Like, even though I basically, I, I'm already aware that I have everything I want in life. Everything else is like just the cherry on top. But I, I, my brain does play these mental games with me where it's trying to make me believe that there's something more out there. And so until you get that, you're not going to be happy. So it is kind of just like a battle of like realizing like, every time I go to sleep that like no matter what I did that day, then that's actually enough. And that's actually what made life worth living that day. Now going back to that um, question, Eduardo, do you think you're enough right now? No. So what, what state? Well, or oh, well, first of all, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick. I was like, oh. <laughs> But um, why do you, why do you think you're not enough? And uh, you know what are you trying to do to 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 be enough? To feel like, or do you ever think you'll ever get to that stage where you feel fully enough? 
And third question on top of that, do you think that this is the right time to be in a relationship if you don't think that you're enough? So when I said no, I was, I, I was regarding with you know, res, respect to a relationship. Right now I am on a, as they say, working on myself. <laughs> so when I say that I'm not, I'm not enough, I, I, right, right now the life that I'm leading is, is one of self-development, is one of, of I'm, I'm working on uh, learning new skills, be it physical like dancing or mental. I'm, I'm going for my master's right now. Um, professionally, I'm trying to go get the next step in my career as well. Uh, so right now I just have a lot of distractions that I, that were not distractions, but I have a lot of priorities that I uh, need to address before I achieve that sort of uh, stability, at least for a relatively short period of time, where I could um, try to pursue a relationship. Uh, and when I say that <laughs> in the more general sense, and uh, not enough, is I... Thinking that you're enough, I think, would in in some way would lead to uh, what's the word when you're, uh, I guess, content, complacency, complacency. Yes, yeah. and I, I think that's a little bit, I guess, dangerous for a person with respect to growth. Um, um, my beliefs are you should you know, learn learn something every day until you die. Like keep continue growing until you die because this is my personal beliefs. This is your one shot at your experience. I don't believe in an afterlife. I don't think there's anything after this, so this is all you get, so make the most of it. Um, yeah, so though, I think that was Eduardo's closing statement because I don't have any more questions to ask. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and close out the podcast. Is that okay sure with you, Davis? Not. Sure. All right, y'all, hope y'all uh, enjoyed that episode. Dude, we did for 30 minutes. Hey man, it's okay. Yeah, we haven't gone. We've gone for quite well. Yeah, maybe thirty minutes. I think maybe. a thirty-minute episode. I think this yeah, was solid. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a lot of good laughs. If you're still listening, you weren't supposed to hear that part. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. Yeah, um, this is the All Feelings No Facts podcast. Um, stay tuned. We're gonna be uh, uploading another episode next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review on Spotify. We know those reviews, the algorithm is going to bump us up in the rankings. <laughs> yes. And, uh, we're trying to get to number one. So help us out. All right. Peace. Thank you all for listening. Peace.